This line is designed by runners at Garmin for runners. So these are thoughts and ideas that um, these this company has, and we're putting those into a watch for people that also enjoy running. So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hey, runner, before we get into this episode, I want to know, have you ever wanted to run at your most confident and strongest without having to think or spend time wondering what you need to do for workouts so you can stay sane running and feel good about yourself again? Well, that's exactly what I help runners do in the Healthy Runner Strength Program. For 18 years, I've been helping runners get stronger all over the world who struggle with reoccurring injuries or those that struggle with knowing exactly what exercises to do to improve their running. I myself am an adult onset runner and suffered the common running injuries that many get like hamstring pain, knee pain, and plantar fasciitis. It wasn't until I figured out how to strength train in order to run that I was able to stop getting injured and was able to hit PRs and run 23 half marathons over the past nine years. All the while maintaining my mental sanity by getting in my daily stress-relieving runs. This program is perfect for the dedicated runner who constantly gets injured during training cycles or the beginner runner who doesn't know what to do to strengthen their body for running. I see a lot of runners who are coming back from an injury and don't know how to train differently now that they are weaker than they used to be and they want to come back stronger than they were before. Here's how the program works. This 12-week strength training program will take 60 to 90 minutes of your dedicated time, two to three times a week, that you will improve your confidence and strength without having to wonder what to do for workouts in order to run, to maintain sanity, through structured, running-specific total body workouts. So if that describes you and you want to be able to improve your confidence and get stronger without having to think or spend time wondering what you need to do for workouts so you can stay sane running and feel good about yourself again, just click the link in the show notes to this episode and join the Healthy Runner Strength Program today and let's take your running to the next level. Without further delay, let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome, and thank you for tuning in to episode 46 on the Healthy Runner podcast. We are live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group with two guests today to answer your questions about the best watch for running and should you get a Garmin. So are you wondering if a Garmin watch should be added to your holiday list? Today we have Stephanie Schultz and Joe Hicks from Garmin to help educate us all about their products that help runners log all those miles this winter. Welcome to the show, Stephanie and Joe. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much for inviting us. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. I think this is going to be a fun one and <laughs> it's going to be very educational for our community. So are you wondering, are running watches worth it? Right. If you're a runner, you're like, do I need a running watch? 
Um, what is the best watch for running? What to look for in a running watch? What does Garmin watches do? What is this whole Garmin Connect thing? And then what Garmin is actually best for running? Because there are a bunch of different products out there. So in this episode, Stephanie and Joe are going to share with us some tips for improving your running by tracking your runs and workouts with Garmin watches and deciding what watch may be best for your needs. So let's get started with our dynamic warm-up. This is the first question we ask all of our guests. So ladies first. So we will start with Stephanie. Perfect. Uh, thank you for inviting us again. Um, I'm Stephanie. I grew up in Colorado. Garmin is headquartered in Kansas City, though, in the Kansas City area. So um, we, for the most part, live around, around Garmin. Um, I'm part of the communications team, and I work on the fitness team. So my job is to work with reporters and go to events and talk with people about the great running watches that Joe makes. Um, so it's a, it's a really great job. Um, I do enjoy running myself. I've done four or five virtual races this year. It's not quite the same. We were talking about this earlier, not quite the same, but I do get to take my border collie with me. So tire her out a little bit. So I guess that's worth it. <laughs> nice. Yes. This year has definitely been uh, quite the challenge for many runners, but at least you did participate in some of the virtual races. I did pretty much the same, like four, uh, throughout the year. And, they're definitely different feel to them, but at least, you know, we're still running and running is one of those activities that for the most part is safe um, during COVID. So that's been uh, that's been a blessing in disguise, I guess, is that we still can run. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, Joe, what is uh, Stephanie shared that kind of you make some of these watches, huh? Uh, well, she's very generous, first of all. <laughs> Um, the, I, I do take a lot, I do take a lot of pride in our products, no doubt about it. And I, I like to believe that, that my fingerprints are, are in there and, and all the, um, a lot of the Garmin watches, but, uh, but truthfully, I, I mean, as you guys probably all well understand that, you know, making some of these products takes a, a team of like, in some cases, hundreds of talented individuals, you know, to, uh, to make it all look easy, um, when you press start on your watch. So I love it that she wants to give me that credit that I make the watches, but, uh, but I know better. Um, so, um, that's, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But, um, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I came to Garmin back in 2008, not having anything to do with running at all. And then, um, uh, and then kind of fell into the, into the role where I'm at now almost by accident. And it's been a, it's been a huge blessing and a lot of fun for sure. Yep. What did your, uh, job functions, consist of in the beginning it wasn't dealing with running yeah i know at the very beginning you know i my my career kind of took a windy turn uh tanned up at garmin and um and even tanned up in the role i'm at now as the product manager for the foreigner product line but uh, yeah when i first came here i came to work on um garmin's uh sadly doomed nuvi phone project i don't know if many people will remember that but uh um, we, that's where I, I actually came from the, the mobile telephone world and, uh, came to Garmin to work on that project. And, and, and I was, I mean, I was proud of the product we made, but it just, um, it just couldn't, um, couldn't compete with, um, some of the big, uh, you know, mobile phone, uh, players out there at the time. And so, uh, that project didn't work out so well for Garmin, uh, sadly, but, uh, but the, the wearables have worked out phenomenal and that's, that's where I ended up, um you know, years, years ago. So. Yeah. Now, are you a runner yourself, Joe? Uh, yeah, yes, I am. Um, in fact, I, uh, I, I definitely consider myself a runner long before I was a, a Garmin customer. 
Um, so uh, I uh, have been been logging the miles like most of your um, most of your audience, I imagine, for a long time. Um, I, I ran in high school a thousand years ago, and then I, I took a break as a young adult and got fat and out of shape. And then I came back to the sport and um, found that I really liked it and missed it. And so I've been I've been running most days since probably at least about the year 2000 or so. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. And, um, you know, that's, that's like everyone here in our community. Um, we're logging those miles. Um, so we actually connected because I did hear the both of you on Harrison Crumb's podcast, um, Marathon Training for Beginners. So Harrison is one of our community members. He's got a great podcast for those that don't know and are beginner runners. Uh, check out Harrison's podcast. He's actually coming on the Healthy Runner uh, show to kick off uh, 2021. So him and his wife, Mo, will be on the show to share some tips for beginner marathon runners. Um, but I actually got my first Garmin. So I've been running, it will be 10 years now. I'm an adult onset runner. So it will be 10 years um, in January. And previous to that, I've you know used my Apple Watch for five or six years to track my runs. And everyone within our Healthy Runner community has always been commenting on Garmin. And I was always wondering, like, should I get a Garmin? Do I need a Garmin? And I finally got one this uh, summer. And that was after I really did my run coaching certification and really started getting into the analytics and, and really getting a little bit more pinpoint specific on my workouts and my runs. And I wanted something that was more reliable. So I was nice enough. My wife was nice enough to get me a little Forerunner 645 uh, music. So I've been loving that. Um, and I actually shared that. We did um, a podcast episode, it was episode 39 on kind of 10 tips to improve your race time. And one of those tips was actually getting a Garmin. So, and getting more reliable data in your workouts for like your speed work um, that you're doing in order to get faster. And I know there are many runners within our community who do want to get faster. I've been talking to many runners that are like, I want to get faster. I want to get faster. Um, so let's get into this episode. So first question I have for you guys is, um, are running watches worth it? Like, what are the benefits of actually using a running watch? Yeah. Um, I, I, obviously I think they're definitely worth it. Uh, I think that, you know, just to give you a little, to tie this in a little bit to the backstory of, of, of how I came to Garmin even, um, I was, um, I was I was interviewed uh, when I came to Garmin um, as a uh, as I said to work on a different project and I and I worked I was interviewed by our CEO by the guy who's now our CEO at the time and you know I had been maybe a little cheeky I had I had on my on my resume I had put like six Boston Marathon finishes or something like that just as a an item of you know a per personal item which probably is not a good idea I don't I don't necessarily advise that people do that but I. <laughs> had and um he uh he asked me in my interview well do you use you know because at that time there were garmin running watches even back in 2008 they were you know very still kind of very like very early days but i said no i i'm afraid i i don't um i i'm just uh, you know basically a casio watch and paper log you know kind of guy and um so and that's kind of how i thought about running and watches at the time um but once I got into the company and got my hands on my first Garmin running watch, uh, it was, it really has been, I, I, I can't live without it now. I mean, I would say it's definitely worth it. If I left the company, I would still spend my own money to get a Garmin and, and probably get a new one every couple of years. Um, and, you know, some of the powerful things about it are, 
you know, you can just go run and it will, it will count the miles for you and it will automatically, you know, record them to a log for you in Garmin Connect. And, and, you know, you don't have to lift a finger except for pressing that start button and stop button. And, um, you know, when you're training uh, and you, and you are wanting, you're more actively keeping track of your mileage and how you're progressing, that's really powerful to, to just um, have, have that uh, taken care of for you without even thinking about it. And, I, and I'll also add too, as many of us have found out, um, and if any of you holdouts out there that haven't ever had a good GPS running watch, once you have one, it's kind of addictive. I mean, it's addictive. You, you know, even, even if I'm running the same neighborhood seven mile route that I have run 700 times before, I'm always gonna look at it. After I'm done, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look on my Garmin Connect and I'm gonna look at my little, my little run map of where I ran that morning. It's something probably that's uh, um, a little bit weird about us runners, I think. I don't think I'm the only one that's like that, but it's very addictive to, to track and see you know, how far, how fast, every, how, how fast every mile was, what your average pace was doing and, and, and all that sort of thing. So um, I, it's, it's worth it and it's, uh, and it's fun in my opinion. Yeah, no, that, that's great. And is your, I know you had mentioned about helping out with some of the product. Is your background um, originally engineering? Yes, my background is engineering. I uh, okay. have a master's degree in electrical engineering from the University of Kansas, home of the Fighting Jayhawks. And um, so that's that's my technical background. So, and, you know, all the, although I don't really do any like real engineering anymore on the watches, the, the great thing is, is, having, you know, having that background really helps me in communicating with the engineering team, the guys who, who still do the real engineering. Um, and uh, so it's, it's definitely been a, a plus for me uh, in this role. Indeed, I'm sure that's definitely helpful. So what is the story behind Garmin? Like, how was the company founded? So Garmin was founded in 1989. So we just celebrated our 35th 31st birthday. Um, and we were actually founded not far from where we're located today. So we have always been a Kansas based company. Um, our core roots are actually in aviation. So that's how we started the company. Um, and our very first product was released um, in 1991. And that was a GPS navigator for aviation, the aviation industry. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I think most people We'll remember back in the day when we were really well known for our auto segment and our GPS navigators that went cars. So that's another um, segment that we are still focused on, but now we have five segments total. So auto, aviation, we, we dabble in marine as well. And then we have the fitness and outdoor segments, which do a lot of the wearables and handhelds and that kind of thing for any adventure that you may want to go on. Um, so now, skip ahead to now, we have 15,000 associates in 80 different countries around the world. So that's pretty cool. Um, and just on the fitness side, our first running watch was the Forerunner 201, and that was released back in 2003. And since then, we've, we've made and um, brought about 35 different Forerunner models to the market. Wow. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, I feel like they've been around forever, but you know, that's not that long ago. Like right. I can actually remember <laughs> the beginning of the 2000s. So that is pretty amazing on how much growth and like how your reach is. Cause even I noticed on like Instagram and stuff, like there's so many official Garmin accounts um, in all the different countries. I was like, wow, this is like pretty popular around the world. Um, I'm kind of a big picture kind of guy. And I remember when I was doing my research and looking at like, what was the best Garmin watch for me? 
there are so many different models out there and there's so many numbers and the numbers honestly kind of confuse me. Can you guys just give me like a, a kind of a overhead view of what the structure is of the different products? Sure. Um, as you mentioned, it's a it's kind of a numbers game for us, right? So the lower um, lower numbers are more of our entry level running watches. So like the Forerunner Forty Five, for example, that's our basic, easy to use entry running watch. Um, as you go up in numbers, we add more features. So that next that next level up would be the Forerunner Two Forty Five, the Forerunner Two Forty Five Music, and even the Forerunner Six Forty Five as as you're wearing right now. Um, when we get to the higher end numbers, like the Forerunner 745 and the Forerunner 945, those watches are really made for those serious athletes, dedicated runners and triathletes. So those have just about everything you ever want in a watch is on those watches. Um, but that's not to say that, you know, more advanced runners don't want a, a lower end Forerunner 45. There's still some great features on those watches for anybody, um, but that's kind of the order, the order that we're in. <laughs> That's helpful. Honestly, I wish I had this conversation with you before <laughs> I was researching. That's helpful. Okay. So the lower numbers, the 45 itself or the 200 series or the 600 series. So they go up in features and probably cost as well, I would imagine. Right? Yes, that's okay. correct. Nice. And then what about the 45? Is that like when you get updates? Like, was there a 44 like five years ago or no? Is that not how it works? Um, it's kind of, you're kind of on the right track. So the 45 okay. is a update to the Forerunner 35 that had okay. been out for several years and was a very popular running watch. And you can still actually find those for sale, but that's, yes, we, um, we do new iterations of current products. <laughs> okay. That's helpful. I think that would be helpful for everyone just to kind of get a little framework and understand. So what does a Garmin watch do? Yeah, so this is the, the big question. And, and, I, and Stephanie's answers before were fantastic on the kind of the, the numbering scheme. So I'm going to kind of go in that, in that order, in that sense of kind of 45, 245, 645, 745, 945. We have several products in the product line right now. And pretty much as you go up, uh, you get more features and you get other other benefits as well. So I will start with uh, the, what is when you say, what does a Garmin watch do? Is a, I'm going to focus on what a Garmin Forerunner does. Even with the Forerunner 45, which is our, our most basic entry-level product, um, and I say entry-level, really entry price point, you don't have to necessarily be an entry-level runner. Um, you know, I know guys who are really fast that, that would, you know, buy the, the lower price product, and there's nothing wrong with that. Basically, with a 445, uh, you get, you know, the, the, the core goodies is GPS, time, distance, and pace. Um, you know, where, how fast you run, how far you ran, what your pace was, and where you ran, you know, the, the track of where you ran, all that sort of a thing. You know, that's just the, the must-have uh, sort of features. And all of it, all of it in a package that's meant to reliably give you a good experience every single time you go out the door to run. Where you know you press start, you get start. You press lap, you get lap. You know that that sort of a thing. No surprises. The watch just does what it's supposed to do. Uh, and along the way, it's got there's a there's a bunch of other features that are extremely useful, even in the even in entry level 445, because we can uh, it will auto lap every mile for you. It will. It'll, if you want it to, it will automatically stop your timer when you stop for a stoplight. Um, that's called auto pause. Uh, you still have full control over, over if you want to manually lap the watch with a manual lap button to mark 
you know, maybe you're doing a workout and you're, you're marking certain, you know, laps or certain parts of your run and you want to set those apart with their own record in terms of timing and distance. All of our watches, all of our foreigners nowadays have optical heart rate built into the back of the watch. So they're measuring your heart rate through your skin using an optical sensor. You know, the tools that you have for running are built into the 45, like, like an interval timer and the ability to create custom workouts on Garmin Connect and send those to the watch and execute those on the watch so that you get some, you know, the watch will give you sort of guidance to help walk you through the, the workout that you intended to do. And so that's just a, a, a sampling of a ton of stuff that, that like all of the, uh, really all of the uh, forerunners do from the very back watch, you know, all the way up the, up the line. If, uh, you know, if you move up to 400-245, up to that uh, what kind of our mid-tier watch, which is becoming actually more and more, you know, pretty advanced watch, um, you know, we, you have a music option and a lot of people have bought our 400-245 music. Um, and with, with our music watches, one thing that's really cool that comes along for the ride, at least I really value it, is our audio prompts feature. So that means you're running along, you're listening to your tunes, and, you know, you get that beep and it tells you, you know, mile one, you know, 733 or, you know, whatever, however fast you were running that first mile. And so uh, Joe's and if, a fast runner. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I said, Joe's a fast runner. <laughs> uh, well, uh, 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 yeah, sometimes <laughs> not, not too bad, maybe. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just a cool thing to be able to just, you know, you don't even have to look at your watch anymore sometimes. It'll just tell you right through your, your headphone connection. And, um, you know, and on top of that, uh, you on the 245, you get, you know, we, we have there's a pool swimming uh, activity profile. You get lots of training, additional training data that's based on your physiology. Uh, we have features called training effect, training status, and training load, which uh, a lot of people value a lot. I, I like those features. Um, we'll, we'll give you a, a recovery time. And just last year, just this last year, we also added a, a track run capability to where, you know, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, it's a feature that, that will track the distance accurately on a 400-meter outdoor track. So uh, that's, that's a nice improvement over just straight GPS. And um, also, when you step up to 4245, we, we generally, generally, as you step up, you get a little better hardware. So on, on 4245, you would get like a, a Google, uh, Google, blah, 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 a, a Gorilla Glass lens, um, you know, uh, just a little bit, a little bit tougher, higher quality uh, lens, a, a higher quality, higher color display, um, the ability, and, and then some, some other, uh, there's other upgraded features as well um and then as as you as you know um because you you own one when you come go up to 46:45, um you know a lot of those same features exist in the 46:45. but one really 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 awesome feature that you get in 645 that you don't get like in a 245 that i personally love and i use all the time now is garmin pay and uh, and i would even say this is one that a lot of people don't even necessarily know that garmin does but but pretty much anywhere in the world that you can use Apple Pay, you can use Garmin Pay. And it, it basically, it works the same. Or you can use your watch to literally, bleep, you know, pay at the grocery store, you know, pay at the convenience store, wherever the case may be, if they will take those contactless payments. Um, and and we, we use the same sort of technology as Apple Pay, Garmin Pay will also work. And we have that. So for example, in, in the 400, 645 watches, 
And then as you as you move up into 745 and 945, the main probably the main big feature that comes along is that those watches are intended also for triathletes. So that's where you get like, you know, the full triathlon triathlon experience where you can change sports with just pressing a button. It'll take you from swim to transition to bike to transition to run you know, and so forth, just kind of take you from sport to sport to sport on, on, on your watch. So that's what the 745 and 945 will bring uh, for, for people that want that. But in addition, that they're also really darn good, just upper, you know, really super advanced running watches too. Even if you never intend to do a triathlon, um, there's other cool features that we have added in those upper level watches, like um, a training load focus feature that breaks down your your training um analyzes by pace and heart rate and sort of buckets your your training effort into you know anaerobic high aerobic and low aerobic and then gives you some guidance on where you're short and where you're doing okay um as well as we'll give you like heat and altitude acclimation that doesn't matter for a lot of people but if you travel to a higher elevation or if you know, as we go into summertime, it gives you an idea of how your body is 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 adapting to the heat. Um, and, and uh, you know, lactate threshold is another feature that comes in at this level of product. You know, bike power sensors. Um, so lot, lots of cool stuff that, that as you move up the line. Oh, and one other, I should mention one other neat thing that we just offered starting this summer. And um, that's brand new. We launched it in the 745. But we also put it in the 945 as well as an update was daily suggested workouts. So a lot of people and, and you know, for a lot of people, either you're, you're, you're kind of dipping your toe in the water of doing structured workouts and maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you don't want to you don't want to hire a coach and you're not you're not sure what to do. Um, this feature, the daily suggested workout, the, the goal of the, these workouts are designed, first of all, to be. Um, they're first of all designed to be somewhat adaptive. Like they're not just going to give workouts to you randomly. They're going to give you workouts that are intended to look at your training history and sort of gradually move you into better fitness and balanced training. And so uh, people that uh, just want a little guidance and want to follow those workouts, that, that's what those are designed to do. So, um, so that's my, Dwayne, I'm sorry, that's my long-winded answer uh, to your question because there's so much and, and, I, and there's stuff I left out too. Um, I guess I could add also finally the 945 being the top of the line watch that we have right now. And, you know, it's got the longest battery life. It's got all those other features I already talked about. And on top of all that to boot, on top of all that, it's got built-in maps. So, you know, you literally have like street and trail maps on your wrist. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, so that's that's kind of a, a neat thing, too. Nice. No, I think that was super helpful. You shared a lot of the features. I definitely learned some things there. I didn't even know about the track function. I have to make sure that I have that activated when I am running on the track because um, I think I was using my GPS. But one of the things that you had mentioned earlier was the fact of like hitting the start button. And I remember when I first started wearing it, it was definitely I, I would caution everyone about this. If you are used to like an Apple watch, which I was, there's definitely a little adjustment period. And initially I was nervous about that because it seemed lower tech, so to speak, um, in terms of, you know, it's not a touch screen that you used to on your phone or like with the iWatch, 
But one thing that I really love is the fact that the button is not a touchscreen because, especially now that it's getting winter, when you're wearing your gloves, when you're wearing your mittens, you can easily press the button on the side of your watch and start your run, stop your run, um, do your laps. So I found that like super helpful because I wasn't able to do that on my Apple watch. And the other thing you had mentioned was reliability. To me, that was huge. Like the Apple watch was nice for if you're just going out for a run. But if you did try to do any type of speed work, tempo runs, you try to do laps quite often, it wouldn't track accurately. I would just get some weird paces that I knew were not accurate whatsoever. Since I did start using my Garmin when I was half marathon training over the summer, I noticed that I was getting more accurate data and I could actually look at my splits and be like, okay, I'm hitting my splits, you know, each lap and I was able to improve. I'd be able to see last week's, you know, track Tuesday workout and then be able to improve the following week. So those are just some of the features like I found being a new Garmin user that were super helpful. And I was initially like really nervous about kind of getting this new watch and having something new because like, come on, we're runners, right? Like we don't like a lot of change, right? We're pretty like structured regimented. Everyone goes at like the same time each day, same route. Like you mentioned, Joe, yeah. um, I have yeah. my same route that I go from my house and to change my watch. That was like a big thing. And honestly, I even resisted it early. I was like, I don't even, I, I was like overwhelmed. I was like, I don't even know where to start. Like maybe hit the start button and then just go for a run. I didn't even want to look at the analytics because I was like, it's going to be overwhelming for me. But I have enjoyed being able to actually look at some of the analytics and be able to track my workouts, knowing that my running fitness is improving because now I have more reliable data. So yeah, thank you for sharing all those features. You bet. And Dwayne, if I could just, I just tack on maybe a little story that I think I shared on Harrison's podcast. Um, you know, hundred uh, percent true story, but, um, you know, when I was, uh, when I did the Boston marathon in 2018, I also worked the expo for Garmin. So I met a lot, I've met a lot of, of runners and, and that's always a great experience for me when I get a chance to go to an expo and meet people and talk to them about how they're using the product and what they like and what they don't like. And, uh, but I was talking to a lady conversation and she was asking me, she wanted to buy a watch like the day before the race. And I said, and she was going back and forth between um, one of our Vivo Active watches, which has a touchscreen, and a Forerunner, which you know the the current Forerunners don't have a touchscreen, and it's only button interface. And um, and I and by the way, I, I think we make great great Vivo their Vivo product venue product is fantastic. I'm not I don't want to knock our our other Garmin products at all, and I don't want to knock Apple Watch either because the Apple Watch is an amazing product, but. The difference what sets the Forerunner apart from either one of those, you know, either Garmin's own, you know, Vivo and Venue line or the Apple Watch is Forerunners are built first for running, first, number one. And so, for example, I told this lady, I said, well, you know, when we run tomorrow, it's supposed to like rain buckets. And, and it was, I mean, it was like the monsoon marathon. It was, it was, it was crazy. It was, it rained on us the whole way from Hopkinton all the way to Boston it rained and sometimes it rained really heavy. Um, it never basically never let up. It got, it got, le it got you know, up more and less, but it was like always raining the whole way. It seemed like to me. And, um, you know, I just told her, I said, do you want to be messing with a touchscreen in the rain? I mean, that's just the bottom line is that is, do you want to? And, um, you know, so she said, you know what, you're absolutely right. I'm going to buy a forerunner. And that's what she did. And so I think that's what, that's kind of the thing is if you've never, 
sort of used a touchscreen as a runner like like year round. You know, whether it's a really, really sweaty August afternoon and you're dripping sweat all over that screen or it's raining or it's snowing or like you said, you're wearing you're wearing gloves or God forbid it's sub-zero and you're wearing mittens, you know, because I, I run in that weather and I know a lot of you guys probably do too. You know, then you really appreciate having buttons and not having to screw with a touchscreen. And, um, and so I think that's a, actually a strength of the Garmin Forerunner for runners uh, is to is to have that reliable button interface. Yeah, I completely agree. I couldn't uh, agree more. Now you mentioned the Forerunner, and I'm assuming, based upon the name, you know, just like the Healthy Runner podcast, where runners want to be healthy, is it is the Forerunner the best running watch in the Garmin series that Garmin has? We certainly think so. Um, and I think, you know, if, if Joe hasn't sold all of your listeners on a running watch specifically for them yet, um, I do suggest we have a great tool online where people can look at all of our wearables and they can do a comparison chart. And so they can read through all the different features, battery life, specs, weight, um, all of that kind of stuff is on our website. So if people are still contemplating a Garmin watch and just don't know what one's right for them. Um, that's a great tool for people to use. And then they can make that decision based on what best suits their needs. Nice. I, I didn't, I was not aware of that tool. Uh, that would have helped me as well. See, we should have connected earlier, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's great. Um, but so you do feel like the forerunner is kind of best for runners. Like if they wanted to start somewhere, our audience, our listeners, it would be kind of check out the forerunner line that Joe described. It is, yes. And as okay. Joe mentioned, this line is designed by runners at Garmin for runners. So these are thoughts and ideas that um, these this company has, and we're putting those into a watch for people that also enjoy running. Awesome. And I know, Joe, you mentioned about the batteries for the 945 being really long, but what about some of the other models? Like, what is the battery... Um, how long does it last? Cause I do remember actually my Apple watch definitely died on me for a couple of half marathons. Um, when I was using my AirPods, it would basically, I think at mile 12, which is like, right. When you need like the most motivation, it yeah. like literally stopped at no music. I was, cause I, I, on my races, I do like listening to music and I had nothing. I was like silent. So I was like, no. Um, so I've been happy that this thing, this thing's got like I, I've noticed it goes like three days essentially and I'll wear it like all day and I'll run and I'll work out with it. Um, but what is the battery life for most of the forerunner series? Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. And it does depend on the model, as you said. So like in the, the 945 model, the, you know, the top of the line, um, I, I think our spec is something like 10 hours with, with GPS, optical heart rate, music playing, like pretty much like everything turned on. Um, and so that, that, you know, that's, that's a pretty long time with full resolution GPS music and optical heart rate and all that stuff going. Um, but even, even all the other watches, you know, I, this is, and this is, this goes to part of like what it means to, um, be building a watch first for running for runners. And that is, um, even, uh, all of our watches, I, I, I kind of feel like we, what I tell the team is, look, we set the bar where everybody or you know most people I'm in the 95 plus percentile can finish a marathon with everything going on this watch so like on a 400 245 or a you know 245 music or a 400 745 
um, playing music during your race, we're going to get you through a marathon, you know, without sacrificing GPS resolution, without sacrificing your music, we're going to get you through at least six hours if you start the race fully charged. Um, and then, and, and as you, as you just stated, using your 645, you know, I think that's very common for people, you know, that to only charge the watch, you know, in, in normal daily training, let's say you run, you know, half hour to an hour a day or something like that on average, it's very common that these watches will go at least three or four days before you have to put it on the charger. Um, you know, I think we advertise something like, you know, seven days in smartwatch mode, which in, in that, in that sense, smartwatch mode means like without using the GPS. Um, but even when you use the watch, what it's for, which is Jeep running with GPS, you know, it's still, you're not gonna have to charge it every night. Like some smartwatches you might have, might have to, might have to do that with. Um, it's gonna, it's going to go at least a few days before you have to put it on the charger. The other thing I did notice, it charges fast. I've noticed yeah, that. I was the, like, yeah. They're designed to charge, um, like the, charge the battery all the way up in, a, in an hour, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm used to like, you know, multiple hours, put it on overnight and then you finally have it ready. Um, yeah, it definitely charges fast. How about um, in terms of how long they last? How, how many years does a Garmin watch last? So I love this question. Um, the good thing about our watches is there's really no time limit. There's no expiration date on our watches. Um, yes, we're always inventing and coming up with something new. So maybe you want to upgrade to those, the latest and greatest for the features. But um, I travel a lot for my job. So I get to meet a lot of people. As, as Joe said, we get to meet a lot of customers at races and just different events. And um, it's always fun to see what people are wearing when they come up to the Garmin booth and come talk to us. And so I've seen the latest and greatest, you know, the top of the line, 4Runner 945, down to, um, gosh, one of our first triathlon watches, the 9, uh, 920 XT, which is pretty big. So it's pretty noticeable and you can tell exactly what they're wearing. So it's just fun to see people that are wearing all sorts of different watches from all different iterations of the lifeline. Um, the 920 XT was released in 2014. So it's just, it's fun to still see those in 2020 kind of walking around at the shows. Yeah, no, that's cool. So they do last, they last a while. Yes, definitely. It's definitely a worthy investment if something's going to last a while, guys. I'm, I'm a big fan in investing in stuff that actually, you know, you can, you can get the benefits uh, long after just the immediate um, gain. So that's a, that's a good thing to hear. And how about those of us who are already using Garmin watches? Um, can you share with us any special features that we are probably not aware of? Like, I know for a fact, I am not taking full advantage of this watch right now. Um, so what can you kind of educate us on if we're, uh, so we can take full advantage of all the capabilities? Yeah, um, I'll start this one off. And then I think Joe's going to jump in, um, on some of the features, but the one that I like um, is, is fairly new. Um, we added safety and tracking features to a lot of our watches a couple of years ago. Um, and so for me as a woman who tends to run alone, um, most of the time, this is really important for me. And I'm really glad that we have features like this on our watches now. Um, we have something called um, assistance and incident detection. So if I ever need to manually call for help, um, I can send a a message to my emergency contacts and they will know exactly where I am and that I need some help. Um, and the watch will also send a, a message automatically if it detects an incident has happened. So um, it's just kind of nice having those, those features to run with, um, just provides a little bit of extra peace of mind. Um, another feature that I really like is the live track tool. 
Um, and so for me, again, I like to work out alone and I do that a lot in the morning, a lot of times before the sun even comes up. So I'm going out for a run and I can send a link to emergency contacts so they can then follow along on my run as I'm running in real time. So if anything should happen, they can see where I was at when that, you know, when something happened. So again, just that added peace of mind and those safety features that um, maybe you know exists on the watch, but haven't really put to good use, um, I would definitely suggest checking those out. No, that's helpful, especially now that it is getting darker and the days are getting shorter. We actually, this is great because this, I didn't even plan on this aspect of what we were talking about, but the last couple of weeks, all of our content's been like how to run in the winter and then how to run in the dark was the week before that, where we had Knox gear on sharing their light up vest and, you know, making sure that you're visible and that you're seen when you're running in the dark. But now with your Garmin watch, you can actually get that little layer of security that you are safe, that someone can see exactly where you are. And it, that was pretty neat. I didn't know about that feature that you could kind of ping something on your watch and that will send to a couple of contacts that you basically like pre-program in there. Yes, correct. Oh, nice. So um, for example, I have my parents as my emergency contacts. So if anything happens, um, and the watch picks up on an incident or I manually hold down a button and request, you know, help, um, they will get a notification. And it's funny because every once in a while, you know, my parents will bump into something and I'll get a notification that's like, oh, Mark's incident detection went off, you know, and so we all check in on each other kind of thing. But it does work. It's tried and true and it does work. So <laughs> nice. That's great. What else? Uh, what other features do we have, Joe, that we're probably not utilizing? Yeah, you know, uh, and, and uh, I've got a few to talk about here, but one that I just thought of as I was listening to Stephanie, uh, the Stephanie talked, so uh, is that we've added actually another enhancement to LiveTrack recently um, to more to more recent uh, products. And and I, if you pin me down on exactly which watches, I'm not 100% sure, but 745 for sure. And I think we also put it back in 945 and 245. But that's where you can actually not only will can you send a live track to your, you know, your emergency contacts where they can follow you in real time as you run on your, uh, you know, follow you on a map. But we, we you can now also, if you want, if you um, if you you can upload your course that you plan to run so you could send that and they can see not only where you have run so far your live track, but where you're intending to run uh to to finish your run for the day for example so that's kind of a neat little additional enhancement that we've made to live track just just recently just in the last uh i'd say like six months or so um but in addition to that there's there's a, there's definitely stuff that people don't know about i already mentioned garmin pay the fact that our watch is really um as as smart as lots of other watches that you know you may not realize but um one that i'm really really super proud of is something called garmin coach and this is our online sort of adaptive coaching program that's free uh, that, that works through our Garmin Connect app. And you get to specify a goal. I wanna train for a 5K, I wanna train for a 10K or a half marathon, and I'm gonna do it on this date. And then uh, Garmin Coach will sort of walk you through a training plan all the way through until your race. Um, now, what we've done is we've partnered with some fairly well-known coaches in the running world, Greg McMillan, Jeff Galloway, um, a gal named Amy Parkerson Mitchell. And uh, so they've provided us sort of the brains for how these training plans should work, like uh, that, that, that give us the, the basically information on how the algorithm should pick workouts for you and how that should change based on how you're doing. 
And uh, so, so those plans are free and, you know, even all of our, all of our new forerunners um, support the Garmin coach plan. And, and uh, we've had, we've had literally tens of thousands of people, maybe into the hundreds of thousands now, I'm not sure who have uh, done a Garmin coach plan on our Garmin watches. So that's one that is kind of quietly gaining steam. Uh, I think that some people know about it, but a lot of people don't. And, um, you know, also, I, I find that people don't know a lot of times about our Pace Pro feature. So um, for some of your listeners, maybe some of your Facebook followers, they, they may remember the days. Um, I don't know, they maybe not. Maybe they're as not as much of a dinosaur as I am. But they may remember the days where you, you printed out a paper band and you taped it to your wrist before a marathon and that's how you remembered what your splits are supposed to be basically for each mile in the marathon. And so what we've basically done is taken that same similar process where you can create a pace plan for your marathon and you don't have to do it just by every mile. I mean, you can actually have the pace pro thing do, do it smarter for you than that, where it will do it based uh, grade adjusted based on uphills and downhills. And, uh, and it will, create, uh, you, you know, you would input your target time and it will give you the, the splits that you should hit. And basically it, you can now follow that on your watch without having to, uh, to tape a piece of paper to your, to your wrist. So, so that's another thing that's, that's kind of cool that, that we have. Again, you know, a lot of these ancillary features are, you know, for free. They just come along with the product as part of Garmin Connect and how Garmin Connect works with the products. Um, and then I didn't even get into lots of other, you know, all of our wellness stuff, you know, like, like, uh, you know, steps, the number of steps you take in a day. Yes, we track your steps, we track your sleep, we, we track your stress and, uh, and, and all that sort of that, uh, that, that comes along for the ride as well. And in fact, in more recent products, we've even taken some of that information and then use that to improve how we do things like telling you what your recovery time is. So, so that means, practically speaking, like if you have a really stressful day, it could set your recovery time backwards. Um, or if you have a terrible night's sleep, it could set your recovery time backwards, uh, that sort of thing. So, uh, so we continue to innovate on you know, basic wellness as well and, and, and bring those features into our foreigner product line. No, that's great. And I love how all of those features, like, as you mentioned, are already included. You're not needing to pay extra, right? As long as you have a Garmin watch, it's all part of Garmin Connect, essentially. And you, yeah. you have access to those features. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's good. Now, it'd be great if it could, like, alleviate all of our stress, right? Just, like, take it away. <laughs> like, you just hit the, hit the start button and you just stop your stress. Well, actually, that's what our runs do, right? That's why we <laughs> run, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> to alleviate our stress. That's the um, point. <laughs> so we did have a couple of questions that folks in our community had had wanted to ask you guys. So uh, Brian wanted to know if um, he has the 645 and he was just wondering if that line has been abandoned and if there's going to be a 655 coming out soon. I don't know if you guys could share that information at all or if that's even something in the works. Yeah, so I um, I love the 645. That's one of my favorite watches still to this day. Um, and it's a great question, Brian. Um, unfortunately, yeah, we, we really can't discuss future products, but um, just know that we're always innovating and, and working on new features to bring to you guys. Um, we did, in case you missed it, announce 
the Forerunner 745, just it's a couple months old. So that was announced back in September. Um, and that watch is a really good successor to the 645 music. It builds upon the 645 music. So um, the 745 just offer, offers some additional features like the body battery energy monitoring, a relaxation breathing timer. So that might be nice. Um, pulse lock sensor, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. So um, just a, a few more updates to the 645 music, but a, a really good and a really strong successor. Nice. And then uh, Jean wanted to know, uh, she was wondering if her Phoenix 5 can do timed intervals for her runs. And if it can, where can she get that information on how to program those? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first of all, yes, absolutely. Phoenix 5 can do uh, timed intervals. And not only that, it, it, it can support, you know, the craziest comp complex you know, pre, uh, you know, pre-planned workout that you want to go to the trouble to put together. Um, but, but yes, if you go to, uh, in the run profile, so just like you're going to start your run and then usually on that run sort of home screen, uh, or maybe the beginning of the timer loop, there's usually a little thing that says options. And I think on Phoenix five, I think if I remember right, you press up and that takes you into options and you select, you might have to press and hold the menu button. I don't, I don't remember. I don't have that watch handy right now. But um, you go into options and then you select training and then you select intervals. And once you're in intervals, you can, there, there's going to be like a, a canned, you know, pre-set up intervals that's like, I can't remember what the default interval setting. It's six by 400 meters or something like that. And that's only, that's only there as a placeholder as an example for you. So you go in and you, you edit those to be whatever you want. Um, you can make them based on time, based on distance. You can change the amount of rest. You can add a warm up and a cool down. Um, and, then, and then you can choose to execute that interval workout. So, so the short answer to her, or the long answer to, to Jean's question is yes, you absolutely can do that. And you can customize those intervals um, in lots of different ways. And the, um, the short answer to her question is yes, those those sorts of questions can usually be answered online um, because we make all of our owner's manuals. Um, you all probably know that what you, what you get in the box is called a quick start manual. And it's usually a very abbreviated owner's manual that just kind of hits the high points of maybe the most important features of the watch. But we have much, much more exhaustive owner's manuals that are available online. So if you go to Garmin.com and do a little searching, um, you can find like Phoenix five owners manuals and then, you know, do a search for intervals and you should be able to find instructions as well. All right. Um, so I do have a couple of questions from our live audience that I think um, you guys will be able to answer these. Um, so first off, Maxine, thank you for joining. Maxine says she loves her uh, 935. She has recently been setting up her speed sessions via Garmin connect on it. And she just loves that feature. Um, and then Bill Bill is a triathlete and he also, he's, I guess, wondering is if the 245 is a better watch for training than the 935. So I'm assuming he's probably still using the 935. Would you say the 245 would be a better training watch than that or not necessarily? I would say um, it depends. Um, it is true that the 245 has got some updates that the 935 doesn't because it's a newer product generation, you know, and the whole generation kind of kind of takes a step forward. Um, but on the other hand, if he's a triathlete, 
the main things he's going to miss if he goes to a 400 245 is it will not do the full triathlon thing it won't you know you can't like start with a swim switch to a bike switch to a run on the fly it, it won't do that um and also i don't think we put an open water swim mode in 400 245 there's a pool swim so you could train in the pool uh and and do your pool workouts and, and all that but when it comes to race day um he, he might be disappointed with the 245 as a race day watch yeah. All right. Thank you. That that's certainly helpful. And then I guess this really, um, Whitney, uh, thank you for joining Whitney. Uh, Whitney's run coach as well. Uh, we actually took the certification uh, course together and we connected then. Um, she is wondering if someone is training for a marathon and I think this might kind of lead into my last question I had for you anyway, and someone that runs six times a week and likes data, um, what, uh, watch would you recommend? As a Garmin employee and stockholder, I would recommend she spend as much money as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, No, I mean, you know, in all seriousness, it it really, I think I would counsel based on what she feels her needs are. Um, You know, I I think I would do a little research on the features. Um, I, I do, I do think that you know, in some ways, maybe four or 745 is kind of like a, a perfect balance. It's, it's a little expensive still, but it's not as expensive as a 945, but it's got almost all the same advanced features as a 945. You're only missing a few things, really. Um, and so it's going to have like massive data. You know, if you're a data lover and you're training for a marathon, it certainly will get you through the race as far as battery life. And, you know, with full on music, if you, if you race with the music. Uh, so, you know, I think you, you definitely would be, I mean, that's what I'm wearing here. I love, I love my 745. That's kind of my daily go-to training watch right now. And so I wouldn't hesitate to recommend that. Nice. And, uh, Kendall gives a little shout out to her, uh, 245 music. She just finished her first marathon and she used that watch. So she loves her forerunner 245. Um, so I guess really looking at from what I got out of this episode i guess i'll ask you if you can um you know all the different product lines that you described what advice would you give to the runner out there who maybe isn't clear right now from what you described i think you definitely provided both of you definitely provided a lot of clarity Um, but if they're trying to determine which garmin watch they should get what would you recommend i I think that um, if, if I uh, if I can clarify, Dwayne, the question just a little bit, um, are you meaning like between Garmin product lines, like, um, you know, Vivo, Venue, Forerunner, Phoenix, for example? Well, from what I understand that you educated me on, I would I would first, if I was looking uh, to purchase one right now, I'd go right to the Forerunner series, right? Is that what you'd probably yeah, recommend? So that- that would be that would be my recommendation because it's you know forerunners forerunners I, I would put a little bit of a, a parentheses around it there are a lot of people who love the phoenixes and and, and they're you know because of the metal case and the style and all that sort of thing and I, and I will tell you that the phoenix watches especially like the phoenix six the, the latest phoenix series it's got all the features that are in the 4945 so if you've got the money and you like the style um you know of the phoenix six then go phoenix six you know but if you're really it's more about the running and you'd like to save you know one or two ben franklins and you know uh, off of the phoenix then i would definitely get a forerunner i like it anyway personally because it's lighter weight more comfortable i find it more comfortable to wear 
more comfortable to train with than a Phoenix watch. Um, so I would say, yes, Forerunners is built for runners. In fact, we have a whole advertising campaign to that effect. And I would say, you know, I would say in many ways, uh, and I don't know if my bosses will shoot me for saying this, but I would almost say that the Forerunner 245 in many ways for the price and the features is like, if it, if it only had Garmin pay, I would say it's the most perfect watch ever made in the history of the world. <laughs> so, I would agree. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's my thought. Uh, and uh, Whitney says that uh, she currently has the Forerunner 245. And Sean says that he loves his Forerunner 45. Um, he used the Forerunner uh, 25 for years. Um, mm. So we have some great Garmin supporters here. So we're in the final stretch of our episode here. If you could change one thing about the misconception of Garmin watches, what would that be? That's a good question. Um, we get a, a lot of questions like, does this watch have smart notifications? Does it count steps? Um, and the answer is yes. Uh, these watches do all of that. Um, they have the amazing high-end training and performance features, but they also do these basic things as well. They all count steps. They all receive text messages, emails, alerts right on the watch. Um, all of our smart watches are, are, all of our watches are also smart watches. So um, people can head over to our Garmin Connect IQ store. Um, you can download watch faces and apps and a lot of fun stuff onto your watch. And a lot of those are actually made by third parties. So um, there's some cool apps on there, like uh, like a Starbucks Starbucks app. So if you, you can pay for a drink with your watch, um, there's a hydration tracker on there. I was looking on there earlier today. There's even like a barbecue one. So you can put a timer on for when to turn the steaks on the barbecue, you know, and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of fun um, apps on there, but then you can also get some really cool watch faces like holiday faces and stuff like that. So um, it's another another good example for people. Nice. I definitely need to take advantage of that. I love using my little Starbucks app on my phone, but now if I can use it on this and I have to activate my Apple Pay or my Garmin Pay on here Perfect. because I usually use it on my phone, but why even take my phone out when I could just put my wrist to it? Why take your phone out? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially nowadays, right? With all the germs yeah. around, right? Why take your phone out when you're in public? Um, yeah. So I'm sure there are going to be many runners who learned something today and would like to learn more. How can they learn more and find out more about Garmin? Sure. Um, we, they can visit our website. Like I said, there's that great comparison tool on our website and you can compare all wearables just for runners, whatever you kind of want. Um, so that's www.garmin.com. And then if people have a Garmin watch and um, maybe just need some support or just have questions on how to use it, um, our product support team is located in Kansas City as well. So we're all local um, and they're always really willing and really um, happy to help people if they have questions. That's great. That's definitely uh, very nice to know. And the other thing that I didn't mention before, but I... When I, I even use this to track my strength workouts. So when I'm in the gym, I've been tracking those as well, which is kind of nice to see that those, um, those workouts go over to Garmin Connect as well. Um, yeah. So I've definitely noticed that. And we just, just reminding our audience here, this week we kind of launched our first Healthy Runner Strength Program. So just reminding everyone who's listening, check out last week's episode to find out all about that. If you're looking to improve your strength this winter, you have until next week. And by the time, if you're listening to this on the podcast, this episode, today is the last day. If you're listening to this on the episode to get into the strength program, because it closes uh, next Thursday. 
All right. So make sure you take advantage of that. So if you found this talk, everyone who jumped here on the live on Facebook, first off, thank you so much, guys. You guys are so supportive. I appreciate you on this uh, abnormal time for us to go live, to jump on here and join the conversation with Joe and Stephanie and I. And if you guys learned anything today, please hit the like, hit the love button. It will just help this show up on more of our runners within our community um, so they can learn about Garmin products and maybe, you know, ask for one this holiday season, perhaps. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, please share this episode with a friend to help them decide what is the best watch to track their runs. Thank you again, Stephanie and Joe, for taking the time to educate us. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. And thank you all who listened uh, on the podcast or maybe even watched the replay on our Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Remember, every Monday night, 8 p.m., we go live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group. So keep us in mind in your schedule so you can get your questions answered. Next episode, we are talking all about explaining pain in runners. We're going to do a deep dive on pain. What is it? Why do we feel it uh, specifically for runners? So thanks again, guys. Remember, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training and you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at Spark Your Training. If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new Healthy Runner Strength Program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I just love our Healthy Runner family. And remember, guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time.